When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes and I'm joined by the sad boy himself, Barrett Courtney. Hello there. Oh, I like that. Is that a two-tone shirt? It is. My my lighting and camera situation isn't the best, so it doesn't really show it out. But yeah, it showed off well, but I got black and then a good maroon on my left side here. Love a good maroon. Y'all gotta love a good maroon. Isn't that right, Sage Ryan? Where would you oh, where would you rate Maroon Five, Sage? As, I would give it about a five. Maroon, yeah, <laughs> I'd give it about a five on the Maroon scale. Hi, hello. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited about this trailer. I mean, hey, so I'm giving compliments out here. Your your little dress shirt. I don't know what you call that, but it's, it's a whole dress. It's a whole dress. It's a whole Thank ass dress. But it's, it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Hey, let's round it all out. Anthony Carboni looking fantastic in this shirt as well. What's up, everybody? I got a new saber, and I'm flexing it. This is how you hold a saber. Who's, who's saber I know a lot that? about Star Wars, and I know that this is how you hold a saber, <laughs> and nothing can go wrong. <laughs> I love that both of you have these things. And I, I love that, like, so Carboni, you were telling me that yours is like lightweight. And, and Sage, you're saying that yours was like totally custom made, not even from the Disney parks. This is like some super legit shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are uh, stunt sabers that we got so we can hit each other with them. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I need something that I can really do an Obi Annie spin with and not break the saber or anything in my house. Mm-hmm. And this no is the one to do it with. <laughs> you gotta love it. Just like. The kind of funny screencast that happens right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny every week we talk to you about the latest in tv movies and trailers of course we just did our moon night finale you can go check out our review on youtube.com roosterteeth.com or just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free if you want to watch live as we record it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Anonymous, Molecule, and Fargo Brady have all done. Today, we're brought to you by ExpressVPN, Chime, and Babble, but I'll tell you about that later. Uh, I want to get into it. We're doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer reaction right now. Barrett and I have not seen it yet. Sage and Anthony have both seen it already, uh, but we had to get this crew together because we got to react to this trailer and talk about all our thoughts and our theories and everything because... Week to week, this is the crew that's going to be reacting to Obi-Wan Kenobi as it comes out on Disney+. Plus. Unfortunately, I don't think Carboni is going to be able to be with us for all of them because he hit, he's going to be out busy doing fancy stuff. Yeah, I'm going on a fancy boy. Yeah, I'm going on a vacation and, mm-hmm. uh, to an undisclosed location, and mm-hmm. uh, that's all I can say about that. He's on yeah. a diplomatic mission to Alderaan. Exactly. Uh, yes. Exactly. So he will join us for as many of the episodes as he possibly can. But without further ado, I want to get into it, Barrett. I've waited long enough not watching this trailer. Let's go. Oh, yeah. It's an easy way to get me in. Dude, this re- oh, this music. Yeah, this redo of Duel of the oh, Face is so good. Stay My boy Han. 
we will not survive. We'll never get over live action inquisitors. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? Ooh. Oh, oh, dude. You still want to know. Family <laughs> drama. It really was a sick burn over Star. most of his body. <laughs> Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every oh, calling it and bounty hunter. Oh, it's an event. Oh, it's that dude. Or LOM? It might be. Civilized. Kumail! You can't escape him! Oh, oh, yeah. you do a trailer everybody that's what you do it's don't gonna show be dope too as hell, much right just it's gonna be a little so bit. Good. oh oh man barrett what'd you think about that that was fantastic i i didn't think my hype levels could be anywhere above from when the the teaser came out what was that a couple months ago at this point the music cues just like the little hints of what we're gonna get here the family drama that i've wanted between uh kenobi and uh um, uh, Luke's Owen. uncle Owen, Owen and just like the the tease of him and Vader meeting up for the first time since the events of episode three it's just it's everything I wanted we're getting live act uh, live action uh, Inquisitors as well which is just I, I still can't I like that sentence saying it out loud for the last couple months still doesn't feel real I, I'm over the moon with this and just like they the, look the arm attaching the oh. mechanical arm attaching for vader is just the dopest stuff ever they look yeah. the inquisitors look so good in live action and they it's do. such it's such a blessing you know we talked about this when we talked about cad bane and mm -hmm. uh and all this stuff when you see these animated characters in live action you're like oh what's it gonna do what's it gonna look like and they just crushed it with the grand inquisitor just yeah, crushed it yeah, yeah, I th this trailer I I think is perfect, and especially as a follow up to the last one, I I love the kind of restraint they've been having with the the Star Wars shows with all the trailers. Like most of them, kind of only have the first couple episodes worth of footage uh, yeah. when they show stuff. But I feel like this one uh, is doing an even better job of it being all interesting stuff that I'm excited about. Whereas sometimes with like the Mandalorian or Boba Fett trailers, I'd watch them and be like, okay, this seems like a cool tone piece, and I get it. Whereas with yeah. this, I'm like, oh. I want to know exactly what's we're going on in every single here, scene. You know? Yeah, we're getting some meat, and it's like some interesting stuff. And I, I am equally invested in all that we're we're kind of getting here. Yeah. And that the final shot of Obi Wan's face, which you got to imagine is him seeing Vader for the first time, or like realizing he's out there or something. That is awesome. And I feel like we're getting a, a great performance from you and McGregor. Not that we'd expect anything less, but I kind of liked it. In the and maybe maybe I'm just looking for this, but in the limited lines of dialogue we have here. He, I'm kind of getting a little Alec Guinness in there, right? I'm kind of getting like those he's, performance seems a little bit uh, more of a mix of the the he's old. He's really and new. thinking. He's thinking about the progression of this character, right? Because we do know that we have to get from prequel Obi Wan, who is just that dashing, swashbuckling, charming, happy-go-lucky guy, right? Mm -hmm. We do see the evolution of this character into a more serious character throughout Clone Wars and a little bit in Rebels, but. 
we have to see how he gets from that young guy that we know to crazy old Ben who lives in a cave, right? And how does this happen? And this is such a great transitional piece to that. You know, when we say what you will say about Boba Fett, but I think one of the things that was interesting about Boba Fett is we've seen young Boba Fett and now we've seen reformed Boba Fett, but we're missing that middle piece where he was a bounty hunter, right? We've always been missing this middle piece of Obi-Wan's story. Yeah. And it's wonderful that we're getting that filled in now. Yeah. Sage, what, what do you think about the this trailer? This trailer is incredible. I love that they highlighted a lot of the action of it. Obviously, like the third sister looks incredible and awesome. There's just like one good saber twirl that you're just like, oh, oh Rebbe, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you got to see him like pull a blaster at least and do something kind of badass. It already said to me that this is going to be a little more action heavy than anything that we saw with the Boba Fett series. And I was most excited personally about the shot of Dayu, the new planet. Yes. That I'm very excited about. Obviously, there's a lot of valid complaints of too much time on Tatooine, and we know the show will still have it. We know we're going to spend a lot of time on Tatooine, but still, that like very Hong Kong inspired Dayu, the planet they're walking through that has all the kind of like graffiti look to it and the neon lights. I am so excited because that doesn't look like anything we've seen in Star Wars before. I, I want more of the Star Wars where you could like conceivably buy some death sticks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what I want. I like the cyberpunk Star Wars. I like the stuff because we know the that there is. It's the things you loved is. about the body mods. It's the things yes. you loved about that. We know yeah. that this is a high technology galaxy, but you know we've seen it in decline and we've seen it during a period where technology looked like magic but now i want to see we've seen it shown with low budgets where they couldn't quite afford to show a planet like that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah like, maybe you know what i mean planet. <laughs> uh what i love here so we do see some of Dayu. i love that uh this uh, we see the inquisitors i want to say the um the obi-wan wanted poster i took a look at the arabesh because I oh, know yeah, everybody's translation. I know we're, everybody we're gonna, wants to know. We're going to go frame by frame. Oh, we're going to go frame by frame. Okay. Yeah. So when we I'm get ready. there, I want you to do your translating. And that's why I love Anthony Carboni. He got He also brings the, the translation, the, Anthony. <laughs> so good. So damn good. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm very, very stoked on this. But, you know, without further ado, let me tell you about our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to do a frame by frame on this baby. Shout out to Babbel for sponsoring this episode. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Definitely not me. I took Spanish, didn't do well in it the first time, did okay the second time. You know what? We'll move on. Now, thanks to Babbel, a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Greg Miller has been learning French little by little, and now when he goes back home to, to Canada to see Jen's family, he'll be able to communicate better. Isn't that a lovely situation? Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language language on the go. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash kindoffunny. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com slash kindoffunny for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. One more time, babbel.com slash kindoffunny. 
Shout out to ExpressVPN for sponsoring this episode. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like walking your dog in public without securing them on a leash. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine. But what if one day your dog runs away or gets dognapped? It's better to be careful, especially when it's as simple as using ExpressVPN. We've been using ExpressVPN here at Kind of Funny for years now. Me personally, I've been using it and I know that my internet browsing is secure. It just gives me that peace of mind that I need. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, your online data is not secure, but ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so they can't, and it's great. I use it on my desktop. I use it on my phone. I use it everywhere that I use the internet. It would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. You can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN at expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny. That's expressvpn.com slash kindoffunny, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V vpn.com slash kinda funny. Shout out to Chime for sponsoring this episode. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. You can get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes you can get started at chime.com slash kf games that's chime.com slash kf games chime.com slash kf games banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp bank or stride bank na members fdic early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer <laughs> all right Barrett, let, let's get to the beginning of this guy it's such a good trailer yeah, man. I love the use of dual debates. Yeah, I know that like thematically the it might not all make sense, but I don't care. It's the dopest song in the existence <laughs> so cool. of humanity. It makes humanity. sense. It's it's formative to Obi-Wan's entire life. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not just him and Maul, you know? Yeah. It's the, cru it's the crucible of what made Obi-Wan Obi-Wan, and so I love that they bring that back because also the Duel of the Fates is about, you know, good and evil, and we've just, we've just had Order 66. This is... This is the conflict, you know? So mm -hmm. it's kind of cool that this is, that they use Duel of the Fates. The ship has a, it looks like Samus's ship a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's Samus Aaron that yeah. they brought mm -hmm. her in. Mm -hmm. This is yep. just right after the, this is three years after the events of Metroid Dread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love this shot here where you kind of clear through the the clouds and you see, this must always be the, a, the city you guys are Always a sick shot right? where you have like a yeah. ship going through clouds to like, come in through like on a planet Some, you ever this... think about how when you're on an airplane you're doing that next no, time you're I on an airplane no, i don't want to think about that i don't next time you're on an airplane <laughs> think about that as you're going down through the clouds and into it mm -hmm. just be like i'm just like obi-wan kenobi it's very cool okay, to maybe think that'll help me with my, like my, my flight fears you know <laughs> i'm just like obi-wan kenobi yeah, i will say like the stormtroopers just outfits are always the dopest thing ever and like i know that we are now a decade into this Disney era of Star Wars, but I love that I still get excited seeing this. Like I love yeah. that it's, this. This is still cool to me. Well, something that I love is the fact that these are the old these are the old trooper outfits, right? And like it's still just the vacuum formed plastic on their backs, mm -hmm. uh -huh. and it's like that's clearly not anything. Like that can't be functional. It's just plastic, <laughs> and yet we're good with it. We know that's the future, and we're fine. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I and I love that. Like again, they kind of double down, similar to what you're saying, Carboni, of having it look jankier than what the clone troopers looked like because these aren't clone troopers, right? These are just random right. people being recruited all across the galaxy. So it's just like they. Kind of like recruited a is a kind word, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like you know, just like in a visual way, showing us without like explicitly saying of like these people don't have their shit together like the clones yeah. did, right? Well, and it says, and it says that era is over. That time right. of prosperity, that time of high technology, that's over. We're everybody's working with scraps now. Yeah. See, uh, uh, I forget which Inquisitor that is uh, up in the front leading them. That's going to be the Grand Inquisitor, I believe. Or is that is that no, the, no, that's, that's the brothers? That's, no. uh, Han is oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the one from that's the Fifth Brother, I think. Yeah, Fifth okay. Brother. Thank you. Yeah. Um, have them go to the notes. city that uh, <laughs> he's about. got the cool. He's got the cool Chakram yep. saber. Yeah. Yeah, there, there he is, is on the right. It's the Grand Inquisitor. So, yeah, so you've got the third sister uh, on the left, Reva. And is this the first time we're seeing the third sister ever? Um, granted, I'm not like fully uh, read on comics and stuff, so I don't She's know. New, she is new for the series. Okay. Um, I believe she was mentioned. I think she was mentioned a couple times, but I mean, the sister, they're all ordered numerically. So uh, you, you, we've probably heard mentions of other sisters before, but I believe that right. she was she was created specifically to be the villain for this series, which gotcha. I love. Yeah, I think yeah. we've had mentions of the fourth sister, but I don't think we've ever like really seen her. In no, we've else. seen a lot of the seventh sister. Yeah, I love the seventh sister. Um, but yeah, I, and so I love that they, they still have the ability to like, um, you know, build out the almost like family of the Inquisitors inquisitors right like we've heard so many stories and had so many stories with them and we you know they're not like tapped out on that because we've seen a lot of inquisitors come and go is all i'll say there so it, it's cool that they still have like a good uh, they've built like a good foundation to still play around with that for other stories mm -hmm. um, uh i just love the inquisitor tech it's very like it is sith and it is empire but it also has its own look to it they definitely try to go a little more like ancient dark deco with Inquisitor stuff, which mm -hmm. makes me very happy. It's also very simple. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting to look at these and it's very classic Star Wars to me and that it isn't particularly high tech. It really is a couple of plastic buttons on a belt and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. it, it's very reminiscent of like uh, a Vader in that way with the simplicity and it's it's yeah. really fantastic. Yeah. Uh, There's that chakram saber. Yeah, that's so, so cool. Good. Which, by Carboni, the way, I'm gonna say, Sage, are we getting floating lightsabers in the show? Thank you, Copter Saber. When <laughs> live action I, I Copter, so uh, Copter Saber? Because you know we've seen it happen before. I think we should see it happen again. I'm it's sorry. gonna happen. I feel like I think it's gonna happen. I think they're gonna yeah, do it in a weird way, but, right? But, but is it gonna yeah. be like? Is it gonna be one of those things where maybe they tried it in production and they're like, "No, nah, this looks too goofy." Like, no, is it here's what I weird think. To, they like, don't care. Off. They don't care here's about what I that think. parent. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to take off with it the way they did in uh -huh. Rebels. Like, I don't think they're going to just be like, goodbye. <laughs> like, freaking Danny like DeVito. Slowly flo style. floating down. Not right? a Mary Poppins yeah. umbrella. Yeah, as you're jumping down, if you're using a combination of the force and something spinning, you can probably slow your fall. Yeah. yeah. Like Yoshi's jump. You yeah, know? I think they do it in a subtle way that's kind of like tied into a sequence that's like a little gift for you. The ask of <laughs> the this nerds. favor for you. Right. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. freaking dork have this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think we'll that we get like a little you. bit of it. And we'll say absolutely <laughs> more, please. Um, and I think we see something where they work it in in a way that is like barely it. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be an Easter egg for sure. Okay, yeah. but cool. I think it'll be in there. I, yeah, I like that idea. And of course, we, we've got uh, Uncle Owen. You know, seeing like the the full force of the Empire coming through. Looking, can I? Maybe for Obi Wan specifically, maybe someone else because I know I remember in the other teaser, right? They it seemed to be on Tatooine where they were chasing like a kid. It seemed so. Um, I think they're going. You know, the the Inquisitors' their job is to hunt for stragglers, right? Right. If if any Jedi or Padawan got away, or if there's anybody that could potentially be Force sensitive that's out there, they want to come and either uh, get rid of them or potentially bring them over to the Empire, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's entirely possible they do not come for Obi-Wan, It's but it is entirely possible that they come because they know, listen, for a little planet on the Outer Rim where nothing's ever supposed to happen, a lot of shit happens on Tatooine. <laughs> yeah. You, you think know what I mean? Just like have one dude posted at tattooing at all times, just so that they're ready. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. one they could keep an eye on. And then, mm. of course, we've got the the Grand Inquisitor here. Um, Should look dumb. Doesn't look dumb. I love it. I, I'm less into it. Uh, you know, like we've seen. Uh, I, I forget specifically like his uh, alien race, uh, but like we have seen weren't they in like episode three isn't that the planet where obi-wan goes to and they're like the 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 guys who are like uh all like kind of dressed up when he's looking for grievous and he's like oh they're they're on the uh 20th floor thousands of battle droids like isn't that his alien race because he the powon yeah yeah, it's the yeah it's the powon but that might be yeah i don't call it those are powon i know he's powon i think i think i don't believe so because like powon I, I want to say the first time I saw them was animated and they look, they look very weird. <laughs> like they've definitely, they've dialed this down yeah. in so a way much. That, in a way that's, cause you remember like He's those markings really, that are on like, his head, yeah. mm-hmm. like in the, in the animated stuff and in the game stuff, like the inquisitor has like a really long oblong head yeah. and yeah. then like the red markings, like and the has like lines markings. all the way down it, and they have the teeth too. Yeah, I yeah. think traditionally they have like um, sage kind of the like teeth. Free teeth. Always, always about those teeth. Okay, look up a picture of the teeth and tell me you're not gonna have a moment about <laughs> they the have teeth. Very, they they have very teeth. particular teeth. All right, they got little teethies. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's it, always it, loves the weird teeth. It's not my fault. It, I, I think this one is a little weirder for me than um you know uh, than our boy boy Cad Bane because Cad Bane is uh, was such a particular particular look in Clone Wars, right? Um, and I don't know what it is about uh, the Grand Inquisitor from specifically his, his design in Rebels um, well, that wait. Like, really throws me off here. Yeah, it's... Oh, the Powon, you're right. The Powon, they had like... They had like the brown robes yeah. in, uh-huh. the, in the Like prequels. the reddish brown. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the reddish brown. They were in there, but they... They that didn't look the way they ridiculous. did when they were animated, though. Like, no. they added way more. And then mm. this is dialed back way more than they looked in the prequels, to me, too. This is serving Uncle Fester meets Megamind. And yes. somehow I have no complaint. <laughs> uh, With I'll, a little bit of 80s Battlestar slash Knight Rider for, like, I his chest that. plate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that, like, in committing to the more animated version, this is much more similar to the animated version than it was in the prequels mm. and the live action. I think they committed to that, like, uh, brow bone piece here mm-hmm. that's really, really interesting. Yeah. And the markings up the forehead in a way that didn't make them have to have those like long heads. Yeah. Um, which that is where I think you'd totally lose me. Once you get I, into the long head on this man, uh, I, I would love, be out. I would love the long head on this. You man. want a long head? I want a I long would head. Like, I mean, I don't mind a long head, but I'll tell you this. I like <laughs> I like the way that they are constantly 
evolving species throughout this. It kind of reminds me of like when you look back at like an OG Star Trek Klingon and you're like, that's a weird looking dude. And that is not what a Klingon, you know what I mean? And so it's nice that they're kind of like dialing this stuff in more. Mm-hmm. And I, I forget what his, what this uh, badge is, but it looks like a little like uh, stylized version of Darth Vader's helmet, which I appreciate. Yeah, he's a fancy boy. That's his fancy boy badge. And of course, we've got the the third sister. Uh, what was her name? Reva. Reva. And of course, we've uh, got that little kid. We got that little boy. He's yeah. pod racing, guys. I'm convinced. I know that. Yeah, this is pod racing. I agree. He's got the same goggles that Anakin wears yeah. uh, in Episode One. Like that is pod I racing. I love this. Yeah, I love. I love Obi Wan looking and just seeing Anakin in Luke. You know what I mean? That's like that's so heartbreaking. I know. Uh, but oh. It's such a good moment, but it is also like yeah, in the comics. Luke, as a kid, really wants to race in the Boonta Eve races, and Owen, uh, Owen and Baru will not let him participate. Of course, <laughs> um, because you know things happen. <laughs> things happen to kids who go to the pod races. Yeah. What I will say, I love about this scene of him doing the little driving thing. It is simultaneously like, oh, he's pod racing, and also a little bit of a TikTok dance. I know mm-hmm. it's the it's best. A little bit of the bad <laughs> thing. The like, it's definitely like a little. Uh, Gen Alpha version of Owen, it. Owen's calling out. You doing one of them TikTok dances? Luke, stop it! <laughs> you better not be nay naying out there. <laughs> I need you to do, get, get your chores done before you uh, nay yeah. and buy some power converters. All right. Yeah. Go to God, God, if I see you whip one no more time. time. Nay <laughs> Uh, fucking Christ. This is Obi-Wan Look at that look on his face. We got you and McGregor back, man. Like, what a world. I hope this is good. Look at that I look, honestly. I mean, if anything, like the prequels, Tim, even if it's bad, you McGregor's going to give a 10 out of 10 performance. You're right. Okay. You're right. You know? Um, and then, yes, this is what I was really hoping for, uh, even from, like, the teaser, right, uh, that we got, where it's like we, we saw a little bit of Owen, but we didn't really understand, like, more of uh, the context that we're seeing here, right, of, mm-hmm. like, them going back and forth and Obi-Wan being like, he is the... Like, he's got to be this Jedi. He's got to be this hero that saves the galaxy. And Owen, knowing what's happened to Anakin and uh, not wanting that for Luke, because probably at at this point, right, Luke's been around for a while and he's probably grown to, like, absolutely love this child and not want uh, anything to happen to him as, like, a a dad, you know? Yeah, and it's also interesting in terms of, like, we always wonder, like, if you just watch the movies, uh, you know what I mean? You always wonder, it's like, how do they not know who crazy old Ben is? Mm-hmm. They must know. On some level, they must know. And it's like, no, there is this idea that, like, no, they're hiding. They're supposed yep. to be hiding Luke. And so they are hiding Luke even from Obi-Wan, who mm-hmm. is who is like, no, I'm always going to watch this kid and make sure nothing happens to him. And they're like, cool, you do it from over there, my guy. And yeah. we're never going to tell him what you are about. This seems interesting to me because it's very reminiscent of one of the early Disney Marvel Star Wars comics. Like I, I want to say in like the first 10 issues of the, the Star Wars run that they did, there was like a a, a break, like a, a just a solo arc that went off that was kind of like the, from the journals of Obi-Wan or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like it was Luke kind of reading uh, journals and kind of having flashbacks and stuff. And there was a scene that looked very similar to this where it was Owen talking to, to – uh, Obi-Wan and just being like, leave him alone. Like, yeah. stay the fuck yeah. out. And so I, I wonder if this is like pretty much that, that, but just uh, in live action, or if it's like 
that conversation actually happened a, a couple different times. Yeah. I think it's I think it's definitely, you know, I, I think it's definitely that. I think, you know, when you have when you have Dave Filoni working on a series, he's been he's been embedded in this for so long and he's an encyclopedia and he wants to bring in like he loves all Star Wars. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so if there's something that he can use that makes sense, and it is canon because it happened in the comics, it's like, no, let's bring this in. Let's retell this. You know, and they even do it a little bit in Rebels too, where they where they lead up to the Obi-Wan and and Maul uh uh duel, where it's like mm -hmm. you do see a little bit more of that and you hear a little bit more of that. And so they do they do like to bring all this stuff in, and I think it's wonderful. I will say, this is one of the wildest things. Joel Edgerton was at the Lucasfilm office like years ago, years ago. And nobody knew why Joel Edgerton was visiting. <laughs> and it was like years back. And it's like, oh, okay. Now I know why Joel Edgerton was visiting. And now I know how long they've been trying to make this happen. That was like yeah. years back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah there have been rumblings of an Obi-Wan show, I think, like, I think even show back or in, movie or anything yeah, back in like 2015 you know like yeah. this has been this has been a long time coming for sure and then uh, <clears throat> sorry Sage, go ahead please go ahead um the one thing uh, kind of bouncing off of uh what tim is saying of like uh, them adapting that like a uh, little comic moment i just love that like in a actual live action kind of uh, circumstance, we're getting kind of more of an understanding of, you know, by the time A New Hope uh, begins, the vibe that you get from Uncle Ben and, uh, or uh, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru, right, is uh, that, like, they don't fuck with Obi-Wan in any way, shape, or form. And just, so, like, I, I want more of that context of mm -hmm. why they split so hard. And I, I love that we're going to be able to see probably both of them kill it in just, like, uh, their performances on you know, what they think is right for Luke. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that um, something that's really important and something that I love about getting these Disney Plus shows is the, like, grounding in humanity they get to place where it's not just, like, here's the story of the most special boy in the universe. It's, well, how does the most special boy in the universe's uh, actions impact normal freaking people that live on these planets and are around them? And I think that that's something really special about this. And I think Owen is that, like, the doctor needs a human companion kind of like grounding force in it of like, I'm a normal guy that is extremely impacted because for some reason I am surrounded by Jedi. I didn't choose this. I just want to protect this kid and let this kid be normal. And I think that's so important and would mean the world to me to like see more of that story. Yeah. I love, yeah. It's great that they have space for stuff like that now that they're doing TV. Yeah, May 27th, getting two episodes that day. Woo. So excited. We're so close. We're in the same month as it's starting, Tim. I, I can't know. believe it. Also, yeah, I love it. Just like, I, I love the opportunity when we ever get to see like different types of like empire bases, hangers. It, like hangers and stuff, because they, they can be so varied, but still so striking and how they're designed and stuff. So I can't wait. Well, to and the, see. yeah, and this Inquisitor stuff, like they're leaning so much heavier on like red. Yeah. Like, I love it. Like, they're just leaning on. It's not just, like, the clean black and white of, like, the Empire or the First Order. This is, like, no, we're sinister motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> I love so sinister motherfuckers! <laughs> we got a little bit more of this in the, the last trailer, but, like, this this is that same base from Jedi Fallen Order, right? Uh-huh. Which yep. is just so cool. And then we get yep. another sister there. That's the seventh sister on the far left. Mm. Um, next to Reva there, mm, right. I believe. Right, Anthony? 
Is that seventh? Did they say That's that? Seven. Yeah. Because se- seventh, technically, when she takes off her mask, is uh, Buffy Summers. Yes, but, that's ooh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> so uh, that'll and, be interesting and, and because Seventh Sister also has that uh, that pointy little pointy hat. helmet. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pointy hat. So it's, it's definitely it's hat. it's heavily uh, it's a very like samurai inspired helmet on the Seventh Sister. Speculating that that is Seventh Sister. It's not necessarily for sure. It could also be Fourth. Mm-hmm. They um, could have listen. There could be a hundred and fifty eighth Sister. 13. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the nice 13. thing about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry uh, to bring that in, into this. <laughs> no, of course, we. I hope this is the the same animal that we see pooping in episode one. Yes, it is. Look at that right <laughs> there. And it poops and it looks back at uh, who is it, Jar Jar Binks, and he's like, "Ew, gross." Yeah. How much desert is in the show? Versus how much desert do we want to see, do we think? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, you know, Sage was talking about it earlier. It is that that difficult balance where it's like, did we need a Boba Fett show to take place entirely on Tatooine? I don't know. Do we need a Obi-Wan show to take place majority on Tatooine? Probably, just for yeah. like the story we know so far. But it right. seems like they're going to give us a reason for him to go off planet. Is it going to be a good reason? We'll have to wait and find out. They're making it look like they're making it look like it's half and half Tatooine in other areas, which is about what I would like. I would like, I would. Is this six episodes? Six. Yes. One more. I think, I think we get (laughs) two episodes on Tatooine. Because whenever they do the, uh, the six episode stuff, like we see a lot with Marvel, it's really easy to kind of like, break up like almost like each act of like what's happening in a full story kind of movie mm-hmm. situation. Um, yeah. I think like, you know, the, the first act in those first two episodes, we, you know, get caught up with him being on tattooing, what he's dealing with of just like surviving, but also trying to look out for Luke. And then, you know, in that same time, we get the inquisitors trying to hunt some kid down that they're trying to either turn or just straight up kill, uh, which, uh, invokes Obi to go out on an adventure for act two, uh, which, uh, I would assume is um, the the planet that y'all were talking about. That's uh, more of that like Value, cyberpunk yeah. Uh, yeah. kind of vibe. And then I don't even know of like how much we've actually seen in of, of Act Three in these trailers. Yeah, um, I, I imagine it, like it could be a lot on their uh, Inquisitor base from uh, Fallen Order and yeah. some yeah. other things that we've seen. Because uh, I because I, I think like you want to see you want to see Obi Wan be like okay. I've been trying to protect the kid, but my presence here is actually endangering the kid. And now I know that there are people that are after all the kids. And now mm-hmm. I got to go fight the people that are after the kids. Yeah. And go so to the you, source as opposed to standing here and protecting a kid. Yeah. Um, I love the yeah. design of the Inquisitor base. I always have. It's yeah, such a the Forges monolithic. Mm. Uh, mm. The Forges is very, very good. I think that that's very cool. And it's reminiscent of like, we see the, these kind of like shapes occur a lot mm-hmm. in like, various uh, different iterations of Sith-based things, and I think that that's really, really cool. Tim, you bring the up Sith hate a plain rectangle. Um, they hate a rectangle. They love a triangle. I would, a trapezoid, yeah, I, please. I think <laughs> I think we might see Musafar for, like, maybe a scene just to show Vader's palace of him getting ready to go out and, you know, fuck some people up. Six um, yeah. episodes of Vader looking into a window and flashing back to one moment on Mustafar. <laughs> well, that's what the we, Fortress we, Inquisitorius is, is his, in the... Isn't his palace in, on Mustafar? Yes, Vader's yeah, yeah. castle yeah. is okay, Mustafar. Okay. And this in, um, Inquisitor's base is in the Mustafar, um, like, uh, galaxy. Uh, uh, it's in the system. There we go. System, that's what I was looking yeah. for. I was right there. In the outer rim. Uh, sage. <laughs> words, uh, words, words, words. 
And then or, uh, these are escape pods. You know, those aren't going to be shot at because it's a, it's a waste of laser usage. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more die. Yeah, there's great. more die. So what what do you think the deal with the escape pods there? Because like, they're coming out of the that base. So do you think it's it's the Inquisitors in there or do you think it's them sending? Yeah, it depends. Are they somewhere? escape pods or are they shuttles? Yeah, they could be shuttles. They could be probe droids also as well because if you remember from episode five where Vader's sending out probe droids at the beginning of that movie, like the kind of thing that they're in before they like are a probe droid on the planet is very similar to what those look Mm. like. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that as them sending something out. To go look. Mm -hmm. Go look for our boy. And yeah, the third sister finding Obi-Wan. I'm assuming this is the fight that we'll see just in a little bit where he's fighting um, that bounty hunter who, Tim, we, yeah, I think that was like one of the bounty hunters also in episode five that you see in the background. Looked like it at least. I don't it, know. It so, looks like a character that Max Govill and Brian Altano really, really Yeah, that's enjoyed. four. That's That looks like four LOM. But okay. uh, I do want to say that LOM droids are pretty common. Mm, uh, and okay. I, I can talk more to that. But uh, this, <laughs> this Obi-Wan... Uh, thing just says wanted Obi Wan Kenobi offenses high treason bounty upon capture. Sick. So do we think this is like something that th- has been tossed around for a while? Do they assume he's dead because you know like Anakin knew that he walked away from that fight? So like, mm-hmm. do you think they've been continuously looking him for him, knowing he's out yes. there for five years? Yeah. I think it's a vendetta at this point. Yeah. I think it's yeah. I think it's Vader's personal vendetta. So you think this is then like an old like this is just always kind of constantly running in like a database essentially of people I mean, that are wanted? I mean, that's a prequel. That's a prequel or... era production photo. It is. So oh, yeah. my question is, do you think that this is like the release of this of like, oh shit, wanted notices are going out for him, or do you think that this is like an ongoing? He's been on a list. Like these of wanted, wanted posters forever. have been uh, yeah. out for like a few years, right? Where a bounty yeah. hunter could scroll through essentially a database of people mm. and bounties. Here's my here's my thing now that I'm looking at. What if this is we start on Dayu, where mm-hmm. Obi Wan has kind of been hiding out or is doing something, and Inquisitor, the third sister, goes after Obi Wan on Dayu. He goes, "Oh man, they're really taking it to us now," because it takes time probably to train Inquisitors, right? So maybe it's like, "Oh no, they're really making a press for it." I have to go back to Tatooine mm-hmm. and protect the child. Could be either one. Interesting. Because that gives us a good that gives us a good interesting action packed start to the series too. Well, the fact that they're giving way. us two episodes and one, I don't think that's the case. I think that maybe I I feel like we start on Tatooine. Tatooine yeah. to Dayu. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he especially like knowing where he's at at uh, the end of episode three um, and all this stuff. Like I don't think he really venture goes like out to like look for others. He sees his mission as purely of looking over Luke and not spending too, like, really any time away from being too far away from him, and then also learning how to be a Force ghost from uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, who we will ask. Yeah, you gotta learn how to be a Force ghost. Yeah, you gotta learn how to be a Force ghost. (laughs) I get the vibe that, like, Vader clearly knows Obi-Wan is out there, because, like, he knows that he at least was alive last time he saw him, but I get the vibe that this wanted thing is new. Okay. To them, to okay. to to this show that they're they're putting it up for the first time. But I, I I dig the theory about like it is it has just been in the database for for bounty hunters. Yeah. But because yeah, okay, so there we see an LOM. It could be for LOM, who who is of course uh, an LOM droid that becomes a bounty hunter. But LOM droids are actually known for their data getting corrupted and actually reprogramming themselves. Uh, LOM droids uh, kind of go 
they kind of go off the off the reservation quite a bit and do their own thing. And so a lot of them uh, do become enforcers in the outer rim because they have mm -hmm. a natural tendency in their programming to to just do that, to be enforcers and bounty hunters. So this could be for OLM or this could be a different LOM, LOM droid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like they've the, been dealing. Uh, yeah, they've been dealing a lot with that in recent Star Wars stuff, which I really love. Which is like droids rewriting their own programming, droids becoming more human as you don't wipe yeah. them regularly. That's like yeah. similar to the like the comic where three PO gets his red arm. Yes, comic and comic. Not that's not the point of the comic because I know a lot of people were <laughs> like, "Why do we need an origin story for his red arm?" Not not the no, point no, of the story. It's not it. It's so much. It's more a than very that. poignant story yeah. about droids and the nature of droids. So. What, something I think is really interesting and, and definitely like a pointed choice that they made is we have not seen him ignite his lightsaber yet. And we mm -hmm. have seen him use a blaster any chance yeah. he gets, which seems yeah. very antithetical to it's what so we know. so uncivilized, Tim. Yeah, exactly. He's laying low. He's laying yeah. low. No Jedi. He doesn't want to like draw any attention, right? Yeah. yeah. Um. So I just I, – I, I think that's kind of cool and i feel like they're hopefully if they do this right are going to kind of like tie that all into it where we don't need the origin stories of it all being uncivilized we know the story of that but like i i, I like the idea of obi-wan being at his lowest at this point like this being yeah. a really really bad situation he's in yeah um of course i do want to say that's a, a zabrak zabrak's right there yeah zabrak's uh, darth maul was a zabrak right um and basically uh not all not all the night sisters will choose specific right. Zabraks to turn into uh, creatures that, you know, powerful creatures like Darth Maul, powerful warriors like Darth Maul. Uh, the Zabraks are actually, for the most part, um, loyal to the Republic. Mm. Uh, Interesting. So, and a lot of them have had to relocate to Dathomir after their planet was destroyed by the, Emp uh, by the Empire, so, mm. or by the Clone Wars. And so that's how you get like Darth Maul and all of them, is they're not native to Dathomir. So I think it's really interesting that you've got a Zabrak in there who is potentially a bounty hunter or some sort of enforcer. Uh, yeah, and they they did this on purpose, even though like they've said like very publicly of like oh there there were no plans for for Darth Maul and stuff like that. Like they they did show this very much on purpose to be like ah yeah. you you kids uh, who don't pay attention could it be him? No, it's not him, but no, could it be? No. Um, and so yeah, I, I but I, I like that as well. Just like hey. Darth Maul isn't the only dude who looks like this. Let's like have a moment with like uh, someone who looks like him, and I wonder if that's gonna be a moment for Obi Wan where he like almost gets like a flashback of like facing Darth mm -hmm. Maul or something like that. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, that it's... outfit. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah Why is that dude, dude, so fashionable? He's <laughs> he's got a fucking drip right now that looks good. Like, he's yeah, he's yeah. it's a hundred percent right there. Um. So we see him kicking ass, and then we get the full full shot here of the uh, the base here for the Inquisitors. Uh. Yeah, so that you know the Fortress Inquisitorius there is is usually in the Mustafar system on one of the moons, uh, but it can move. It was originally like on Coruscant, you know. Mm. Uh, it can go it can go like wherever it wants to, which I also love. It's it within itself is like this nightmarish fucking spaceship. Hell yeah! Interesting. So yeah, cool. I know it's supposed to be planted on like Nur, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And again, getting more like hangar stuff here as well. So, so much like dark tones. And I love that you got the stormtroopers here to kind of like bring out this show this, off a little bit more. This thing where Reva or Reva uh, screams out, 
you can't run Obi-Wan. Like, do you think they know each other? Has she been hunting Obi-Wan for a while? Has this been her assignment? I mean, the the assumption is, right, that all of these Inquisitors were, like, Padawans that have been forced to turn, or most of them at least, right? Like, you're, yeah. like the assumption is he's going to know almost, like, pretty much almost all of these kids. I know there are a lot of Jedi at that, like, at that point, so, you know, you're not yeah. going to know everybody. But, like, there's a good chance he knows a few of these kids right and so like that's going to be another that's like a like an angle that i haven't even thought about it in this way right for this show of like what that's going to mean for obi right not just his padawan like learning like this evil entity that he's turned into but also seeing these kids who he probably hasn't seen since they were actual like you know the young teens or whatever yeah. Also well, be and, these fucked up people. Like that's Well, oh and this God. explains like a lot of why you know, when when we talk about why don't people in the galaxy talk more about Jedi? Why don't they want to like why don't they want more Jedi to help them? It's mm-hmm. like, well, if you were alive during this time, you watched a lot of Jedi turn against the people, yeah. right? And so you are probably not very pro Jedi at all. Right? You're just you're you're sick of the entire idea of it. They have which... yeah, they have too much they have too much power. They think they're they think they're the galactic cops. They think they run everything and then yeah, they turned into yeah. servants of the empire. Yeah. So like, like of course it, you it, don't it, trust Jedi right you, now. You you had this like time where they were keepers of the peace and then they were, you know, uh generals in a war and then at one point you hear, "Oh, they betrayed the the uh, you know, the the galactic republic that is now the empire." That's weird. That sucks. Oh, but then also, oh man, like now the ones that we see around that are still alive are now also like super space cops that are like yeah. super not cool. Like, yeah. 100%. No, not super space cops. <laughs> super space cops. No. The worst kind. <laughs> He's doing a lot of flipping people in hand to hand, which love I love. It. Yeah. Yeah, he is. His eyebrows are all over the place in that shot too. All so, over the place. Yeah. I love it. We got more. That of course is TikTok from Return to Oz. <laughs> damn. God damn. That of course is the main character from Metal Arms glitching the system for the Hell GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Can you go back? Was that Stormtrooper getting force pushed, or was that the? No, that's the robot. No, no, it's a robot. Yeah, just throwing. Is Obi Wan yeah. gonna be friends with this fucking robot, or look, is there okay, gonna be infighting? Robot's face. That's a friendly robot. But yeah. could this be a robot that's also uh, like? Could there be almost infighting of the Empire trying to get like Obi Wan and um, you know bounty hunters trying to get their bounty and stuff like that? Oh, I know he's yeah. got yellow eyes, so he's probably a little more friendly. I will agree. Maybe. He's got a friendly face, and he's got that little bit of like rust to him that yeah. makes him look a little endearing. Like he's a little bit um, like they look like older parts and stuff like that, and they tend to make the like Imperial droids a lot more clean yeah. um and you know if they want you to dislike it they're like it looks like an evil bug man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i do like the bug. idea of that right is like well i'm no friend of i'm no friend of this new empire but i also don't give a i don't i also don't care about obi-wan right and i'm just right. trying to make money i'm yeah, just trying exactly. to get paid in this weird galaxy yeah, that would be like a cool, like a kind of added layer of a of a conflict. I there. said I'm a friend. I didn't also, say Also, everybody Play Metal Arms Glitch in the System in the Nintendo GameCube. Play the game. Uh, here's Kumail. Oh, here we go. So is Kumail, he a so Jedi what, in hiding? That's the thing. Like, like it's interesting. It's a Jedi in hiding. Nothing. Yeah. They gave us nothing. But yeah, the robes. I mean, I mean could look a yeah. Jedi. I think it they, is. Does he? But get, that also like, could be one of those shots quick? that they do, where they're really trying to throw you. Right. Mm, they yeah, do. They put sure. those shots in sometimes where it's like, 
well, this is very clear what it is. And then when you see it in context, you're like, oh, he's just wearing a sweatshirt and he was leaning. But I <laughs> do <true>. think- <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, I, I feel like this show has to show an Inquisitor kill a Jedi in live action because mm -hmm. we 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 need that kind of tone piece. And there's going to be so many people watching this that haven't watched Rebels, haven't watched so many other things, played the games, whatever, that yeah. I think that they need need to have that. And I feel like that's what we're seeing. I right think here. even- Who's 2022's sweet, likable boy that you bring in to be a friend to everyone? That's Kumail Nanjiani. If you're going to kill anybody, you kill Kamel Nanjiani because we're going to fall in love with <laughs> him in a couple even episodes. even more heartbreaking to lean into that is that we need to see a Jedi be turned into an Inquisitor, actually, and not just Ooh. hear about it. Like, how Ooh. heartbreaking would it be to see Kamel be turned into an Inquisitor? Like, holy. I like that. Dark do you think they Kumail? do it so dark? Do you think they do it? I would love that. I would love I would to love see it. him, like, do, like, like, try it that performance too of doing that 180 um which is i think is something that like i don't think we've really like seen at least i i haven't seen with like some of his other performances like i would love yeah. to see that like you know those moments in the stuff that kumail does where he has that real hard snark edge yeah you could you could ratchet that up to 10 and make mm -hmm. him a bad guy in an instant and i think that would be fun to see uh i love that his droid is from batteries not included the hit 1980s <laughs> film uh, if that's not a reference to batteries not included, then I I will walk into the ocean. <laughs> a little ladybug droid. Yeah. yeah. I, I, there we go. There we go. Yeah. I, I don't think this is Kumail, though. Like, no, I, I don't know. Somebody else holding it. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I, I don't imagine just with the outfit he has that he would have gloves. gloves like this. Mm -hmm. So I wonder. I love I wonder that it's that uh, it's BB-8 colors, which we all know are the good guy colors. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah. You always need, like, a little bit. Uh, a lot of white on a droid to know that they're yeah white and orange just like remember that the republic is coming <laughs> <laughs> and then she yeah she's chasing obi-wan i assume off of uh yeah the the uh i keep blanking on the name space of the train planet. yeah um the... on that space train you remember that yeah that yeah. level from uh from oh, fall in order. order yeah space yeah the train. beginning great um, with that weird rock music <laughs> but yeah this is oh yeah that rock music is so good uh, let's talk more about music in the star wars universe at one point um but yeah it's the the same planet that uh we, we've seen throughout the trailers um where we assume he's getting off world and yeah this is what i assume would be like either episode like three or four like getting into the end of like act two of him being able to yeah. go away take a breather and then you know learn about our boy vader here who's being hey who's that uh, whose arm is that uh put whose arm here. is that buddy god it's so good you just like see this like, is crazy little, even on like kind of like this not great like quality like picture quality here of like just the details in his uh burnt body here just what i like arm. about this is the semi-retconning of the no moment you know, like they're not taking away the no moment, like the rise Darth Vader. The, mm -hmm. Oh, she was alive. You know, like that moment reads differently to a lot of different people. It was not universally loved as a moment. They're not taking that away. I think what they're showing is like Vader's daily routine. Get ready with me in the morning on TikTok. This is what <laughs> yeah. we're seeing. You know, this is because we, yeah. we want to see the um, first I put on my arms. Then I yeah. uh, get down on my knees and yell no. But yeah. we want to see how painful and hard it is to be Darth Vader, right? Yeah. That's something well, that we, we also want to see be shown. Is Hayden Christensen's face? Yes. So that's that's what we're gonna get here. Every morning he gets <laughs> out of his it. he gets out of his back to tank, which never fully heals him, and he's always in mm -hmm. pain. 
and he puts on his robot arms and he screams for revenge. Yeah. I need I need also three flashback scenes with Obi and Hayden before everything turned to shit. Okay. And I need the oh. third one to be the last scene of the series. To really so like drive in the knife of the heart. Incited by the back to tank. <laughs> yes. oh, Is that just a rule that when you go into <laughs> <laughs> Every time Vader gets in to take a little back to bath, he flashes. But I would like so to see that funny. too. I want a couple more because here's the thing: if you're not a, somebody who watched the Clone Wars, mm -hmm. you haven't gotten to see a lot of these good Obi Wan Anakin friendship moments that a lot of 100%. us who have watched the Clone Wars take for granted. Not everybody's going to go back and watch seven seasons of the Clone Wars. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter be like, "Oh my gosh, I don't think I want to watch all of the Clone Wars to watch this. Do I have to do that?" I think the answer is always no, right? You don't have to. It is available to you, and it's wonderful. But I think that they do need to show two or three scenes of friendship between them, yeah. training between them, that brotherhood mm -hmm. between them Yeah. Uh, that I think could be really, really nice. And I, yeah. I don't want it from Vader's side where we're doing the the, the, the tank uh, trope no. from uh, from Boba Fett. I would want it to be more on Obi's <laughs> side of him no. him thinking back on these moments of Vader like, doesn't remember that stuff. Remember yeah. that Vader like Vader's whole whole thing is that Anakin Skywalker is dead. Yeah. That's Vader's whole all he remembers now is pain and anger and suffering. He's been totally reprogrammed. You know, even during that final scene of of Clone Wars or, or of Rebels where where you get to see Vader walk up to the last place that he saw Ahsoka Tano, we get no emotion from him. Like this yeah. is these are not Vader's memories anymore. So if yeah. we see a flashback, it's definitely from Obi. Vader doesn't remember getting cotton candy with his buddy Obi Wan at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to see it. I wonder how many times, how many elevators does he remember being on? Because that's ninety percent of Episode Two and Three. It's just the two how of them in yeah. elevators. How many elevators and how many nudge nudge wink wink? How's Duchess Satine doing? Mm. Or also, nudge nudge wink wink? How's Padme doing? All right. So of course in the, the shot, <coughs> in this shot here, we get the basic stormtroopers. But then also in here, not the cool looking troopers that we've seen in Rogue One, right? But I think this is more of the Inquisitor enforcers that we've seen in Jedi Fallen Order. Not full on, you know, Inquisitors, but like the, you know, the kind of uh, beefed up where they're, they're using like the, the dual like uh, electric sticks and like some of them are sharpshooters and stuff like that. So that'll be cool. It's fun to watch how much of the design they're, they're like cross pollinating between yeah. all of these things. I like it a lot. We got our handsome boy right there. His hair still looks so good. It's He's ridiculous. been in the desert for how many years? I, know. <laughs> I don't know how he so, gets that much moisture. That's the force. And even though his beard is supposed to look scraggly, it's like scraggly, but perfectly scraggly. <laughs> Agreed. And then, oh my God, just seeing <sighs> this is a lot. I, and I, I, yeah, like you're saying, Carbonia, it's like them being able to kind of like re-give us that moment in episode three. Because we only get like kind of a little tease of like how painful it is to be Vader. It really seems like they're going to lean in here of just like those yeah. very big, sharp things going right into his abdomen. We get God it in damn. episode three. We get a little bit of it in Rogue One, right? Yeah. Where you see him where you see him sitting in his back to tank and just basically like, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. Let me live in my lava mansion all by myself. <laughs> He's so emo. I love him so much. And then we get this last oh, shot. I just love this shot, man, with the, the, the shadows, the drama. Like, yeah, this is. Is he seeing or is he sensing? I think he's sensing. I, either I think way, he's on I think it's shit. cool. I, I, I don't think he's, like, captured or anything here. Like, I, I feel like this is him probably escaping um, 
<clears throat> off of the uh, this Dayu. here, yeah, off of Dayu when we see the the third sister kind of like trying to chase after him. Um, and this is maybe maybe he had a moment of revel like almost a moment of revelation on that planet, and then like this is his moment while escaping whatever that battle was to take a moment to either kid try to connect to Anakin using the Force and stuff like. And this is a moment of like, oh my God, he's alive and he is this evil entity now. I look forward to it so much. <laughs> yeah, and then. Uh... Not too much. A nice so logo. One, yeah, that was one fun thing I like is the uh, Disney Plus logo. Here's the the lightsaber going through, and it's it's the yeah. red saber. The last trailer was the blue one. Yeah, uh huh. So, that's so cool. Kind of cool. Oh, God. oh cool. wait, we're on a we're on the wrong screen right here. Hold on. I don't know how that happened. Sorry. What? Oh, there we go. Well. There we go. That was our trailer breakdown for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like I said, we're going to be doing the weekly reviews right here on the Kind of Funny Screencast. And in addition to that, a very fun thing to announce right now, uh, the week before Obi-Wan premieres. So not the not May 27th, but the, the week before that, uh, this crew right here is going to be doing a in-review rewatch of Star Wars Episode Three, and Anthony Carboni will be doing the plot, our first ever guest plot Hell giver. Yeah. So this is going to be Listen a lot me. of fun. We're going to hang the out. Younger and, get and better and handsomer Nick Scarpino mm -hmm. is taking over. Don't worry. I will be showing this film the proper respect it deserves, unlike other lore masters we've had in the past. <laughs> I will be doing this correctly. Good. And you can tell Nick good. Scarpino hey. that you're happy to have somebody doing it correctly for once. And maybe Tim and I will be doing it correctly as well, as you know, there might be a, a certain cut that we might be watching that may or may not be four hours. Oh. Yeah, We're, Baron's trying to sell me on watching a cut that's episode three mixed with like all of the, the Clone Wars season seven. Uh, like season the, the final, like, yeah, I, know it, so. I know it well. I know it well. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, let's go. Did you below. see Sage's face? When you <laughs> I've never seen that. Eggs. Oh yeah? Well, let's get into it, everybody. Oh, so anyway, excited. until then, I love you all. Goodbye. <laughs>